to season two of Inside My Canoe Head, a podcast about individual emergency preparedness, living through a pandemic, reinventing yourself, and chasing adventure. My name is Jeff. Thanks for joining us today, and let's get to it. All right, this week we're going to do something fun, something that I, I rave about on many, many an episode, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Today we're going to do Just Tell Me What to buy. This is for all those people out there who are living a lifestyle at 100 miles an hour. They're go, 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 go. They don't have time to sit down and follow inside my canoe heads 12-step individual personal preparedness plan. They don't have time to think and ponder about what life would look like if this utility or that utility. You know, all the things that we talk about here, there's a group of people that live 100 miles an hour on their smartphone every day of their Every minute of their day is planned, and that's how they survive on this earth. And they're incredible people. I've worked with some of them. I don't know how they keep going. Anyhow, this is for them. And for the rest of you, it's just going to be a lot of fun to listen to. This is telling you, when I got to buy stuff for my house, my car, and my get-out-of-dodge evacuation, just inside my canoe head, just tell us what we need to buy and get on with it. So that's what we're doing today. Hang on to your seats. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we're not going to mess around here, all you folks that have something to do and places to be. All right. First thing is for your home. Listen, if you got to buy something right off the bat, preparedness is about stuff that happens in life. The power goes out. What's the number one thing that is jammed in your hand or in your face or on your lap? Most hours of the day, it's your handheld computer, a.k.a. your phone. What does it need to operate? It needs power. Ladies and gentlemen, the most important thing that you should buy for your home in a modern and developed society is portable power. Now, I'm not an electrician nor professed to be one, but let's put it this way. I have what is called a Mophie. It is a 26,000 milliamp battery with three USB connections on the top. It weighs, it's about the size of a small book. It weighs maybe a little less than a small book and it will power my iPhone SE six times. So not only is this wonderful because we need to be communicate, we want to find out what's going on in the world. We know for the first 72 hours that most of the cell towers, as long as they're physically not destroyed, are still going to be working. So we're going to be on our phones seeking information on our social media feeds. The radio is fully available on your cell phone through your internet data plan. You're going to have access to this device. This is the device you're going to turn to. So let's not reinvent the wheel. Let's just make sure there's some juice there for it to go. Now, when I bought mine a couple of years ago, they were near 100 bucks for the really good ones. You can still spend more than $100 but they can get in around $65. There are ones with a rechargeable solar panel on the other side of it. Listen, but the basics is here. The Mophie, as we refer to it lovingly in my house, it gets used all the time. I mean, when you're sitting down on the couch and you're knee deep in Instagram and you're winning that Instagram war and you're at 3%, but nobody's couch is anywhere near a wall plug, well, your Mophie sits on your lap right next to your phone. You charge it up, you get back to 100% and you win that Twitter war. You out tweet, you out retweet and you do all the things you need to do. But that's the idea in today's society. This device replaces so many other things that used to exist in our house. Every, almost every app used to be a physical device that we would have. So the number one thing that you need to do in household is 
a battery charger. Now we're going to up that up one more. If you want to up your preparedness level, I'm going to tell you to buy a Jackery 500 240, or if you really want to invest in it, what I purchased was a Jackery 1000 with two 100 watt solar panels all in together. That was $2,000. The point being is, is that Jackery 1000 will power my refrigerator for several days and I can recharge it from the sun. So as long as the sun comes out once every four days, no matter how long the power is out, my deep freeze and my fridge will be the fine. I am able in a power outage to jam up my internet connection, get my router and my modem going and hook in the laptop and carry on life as if nothing had happened. Again, you see the theme, it's power. This is the modern society. We run on power. You can take your axes and chop your firewood all you want. I'm talking about the modern society that we all live in and enjoy. You need power. So up your power game if you want to take it to the next step and be able to power all the rest of the devices in your house over three or four days until the power company gets around to putting it back. Listen, unless you get whacked with a Hurricane Katrina Hurricane Andrew or something like that. Your power is coming back in three to four days at the most. And one of these Jackery power banks or there's some other companies, Inix, other ones like that. They're basically worth the investment because they make sure that your $400 of frozen food is still there in the long run. So we have power, that's number one, but we also want to eat. Listen, if your power goes out for a couple of days, or you have a minor disruption like that, those protein bars are really, really cool. Listen, they're not a great breakfast. Cold oatmeal is not great. Um, I'm not a cereal guy. Maybe you are, that's fine. Maybe you got some bagels stored away, but listen, the, the simplest thing is I, I love my morning coffee. I don't know about you. I love my morning coffee. My wife loves her morning tea. The day just starts off right. If I don't get my coffee, it's just not going to go well for anybody else. For me, it's horrible. But for the rest of you, you're all done as well. So let's be simple. Let's not reinvent the wheel. Get yourself a jet boil. It's really simple. They go from the small minis, which is what I have, all the way up to these big three liter pots. Just Google them. Jet boil get a big canister available at any sporting goods store, hardware store, stick it inside. You can boil water, you can cook pasta, you can reheat anything in there. Heck, you can make bread, brownies. There's recipes for everything. But the simplest part of life, you're going to have a hot cup of coffee in the morning. You don't have to worry about going out with the barbecue and doing all kinds of crazy things. Just remember, if you're crazy enough to use this thing indoors... Make sure that it is in a well-ventilated area, folks. So what I do is I have a fan over top of my oven. If I use it, I put it where the gas oven would be because it's gas anyhow. Obviously, I have to use the power bank to power the fan, but all that put together, make sure you've got clear airflow and you don't gas yourself out. But the jet boil is this beautiful system. It's not complicated. It doesn't blow out in the wind. You get your hot coffee, you get your hot meal, and you're not going to want to take on the world. All right, and the last thing for your house that I think is necessary is a first aid kit. What? You already have it? I know you do. And I bet you actually do. So here's what I'm going to get you to... Uh, the smartest thing to do is don't buy anything. 
Just go around your house in every bathroom and every corner and every backpack and take all of your first aid items, all your pills, prescription and otherwise, and you bring it all together in the same place and you probably have a pretty cool first aid kit just already spread around your house. If not, don't reinvent the wheel. Look on Amazon. Adventure medical kits are great. They come with everything you need. Nail it down. Buy one of those. Bam, stick it in the same place and you're good to go. It'll fix all your boo-boos that are going to happen when the power's out and you stub your toe learning seven languages as we do when we stub our toes. But listen, you're going to have to be able to fix yourself. You're going to be able to make a cup of coffee and power your fight on Instagram. So that's what you need for inside your house. So listen, we all have CAA here in Canada, AAA in the US, all over Europe. There are all kinds of plans. But if you break down in your car and you don't have cell service or you forgot your Mophie at home and your cell phone is dead, what are you going to do? Well, you're probably just going to sit in your car. But listen, here's a couple of quick things to throw in your car. It's probably not going to cost you anything because you got them sticking around your house and it's just going to make your life oh so much better. One is comfy shoes, okay? Make sure you have comfortable walking shoes. If I was to tell you you're going for a 10K walk today, other than throwing explosives at me, what shoes are you going to want to wear, right? You're going to throw those in the truck. And I'm talking about the old worn out pair that you've gone and replaced. So the next time you replace your running shoes, sneakers, whatever you call them, take, don't throw that pair out. Take that pair and stick them in the trunk of your car. It's comfy. And oh, by the way, make sure you put in a nice set of dry socks because getting caught in a rainstorm, blah, 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 dry socks. Just stuff them inside the shoes. They won't take up any more room. A basic set of socks, nothing exciting. That's what you need to make that work out for you. Now, the next thing you're going to put in there is hat and gloves. And I don't mean something wonderful. I mean the big old toque for you Canadians out there and your warm wool hat or whatever it is and a pair of gloves. Doesn't have to be fashionable. These are the just the ones that you're about to replace from the previous year when you buy the next fashion because you're that type of person you like to be up or your team lost the Super Bowl and you don't want to be caught dead with that hat anymore. Put it in the trunk with the shoes. The point is you're seeing here is comfy shoes, dry feet, warm hands and a warm hat. Throw in a nice rain jacket and you all probably have seven of them buried at some place in your house. But just a basic rain jacket. I use a Heli Hansen because they're bomb proof. But whatever you decide to use, have a rain jacket. Now take all of that stuff and you throw it in a really old backpack. Now I know you all have old backpacks. Everybody does. You change them up, whatever. Very simple. Take that old backpack, put everything in it. Why? Because when you take everything out of it and you put it on your body, you now have a container to carry stuff because you're going to have a bunch of loose little, you know, what's laying around your car that you're going to want to take with you if you have to go for a jaunt or if you pick something up along the way, you're going to want to carry it in something. So just your old school backpack, the kid, the one your kid ditches next year because apparently that color is not allowed in the school anymore. You know what I mean. We've all had children they're all a little bit crazy on the fashion now, last thing you need in your car is water because i didn't say water at home you got water at home it's everywhere i'm not worried about it but just have some water so what i do is i literally got like um i think it's at the corner store they have 12 of those 500 mil bottles and they're 
cellophane packed, you know, wrapped up, whatever. I just throw that in the trunk. It just stays in there. I've always got water, whatever I need it for. I mean, in the old days, you could pour it in your radiator. I don't even know where the radiator is in modern cars nowadays, even if they have one. And I don't think Tesla would like it if you poured water on their batteries. The point being is you get a little bit of water stuck back there. That's fine. And your snacks, whatever snacks you like to eat. When I mean snacks, I mean, I just go buy Cliff Bars. I like Cliff Bars. I don't want to eat them all the time. But I have a box of six Cliff Bars thrown back there. So what's it going to do? It's just going to give me a little bit of fuel, especially if it's a little cool out. It'll give me a little bit of what I need. And the only thing you got to remember in the top of your head is make sure you wear and dress for the season that you're in and you're good to go. And all that's all you need in your car. That's it. I mean, you could have all kinds of other Gucci, but you, that's not what you're looking for. You're just looking for stuff that you can throw in your car and you're good to go. One thing that I would say, if you got a little bit of extra money, throw in a second power source. You know that, Mophie? Well, I have a small one from uh, Goal, um, and it's really, really cool. It only charge, it only carries one charge, but it's about the size of two C-cells put together. But it carries one charge from my cell phone. That's it. All right. But I have that tucked in the car. So if I got to go somewhere or if I'm in a meeting or if I'm in a built, you know, the pre-pandemic days, if I was a building in a meetings all day, I'd slip this thing in my pocket of my suit jacket and then I'd be able to recharge. I wouldn't be running around. You see all these people standing up next to outlets on the uh, on the side of the hotel hallways trying to recharge their devices. I just carry it in my pocket. Good to go. And one last thing that I think is important is a physical map of the area. I know it's crazy, nobody has those anymore, but they still sell the map books at CAA or AAA. And, and I'm not talking the, the one to 5,000, the really small maps. Big maps are fine, major road systems, that type of thing. Things look turned around and backwards at night, etc. You, you'll be fine. Just have a map book. Compass if you know how to use it. If you don't know how to use it, probably should learn how to use a compass. But but listen, it's simple. The map book is just give you an idea. If I turn it this way, if, if Smith Street is turning left, it'll take me here. Oh, it doesn't actually join up with such and such. And unless you want to start jumping through people's backyards, which is probably not a good idea, you're going to want to have a map book. So it's just a general map book with streets. No more detail than that is required. Let's not get ridiculous. You take it, you shove it in your glove box. You'll probably forget the damn thing is there anyhow. But listen, it's just there to make sure that if you get lost, you can figure out how to get your way out when Google doesn't take you in the right direction. So I'm sure we could spend all day talking about funny stories about how I followed Google Maps into a farmer's field or down a black track or into this really weird place that had a name awfully close to what I was looking for. And I mean, I grew up in the province of Nova Scotia and funny story is, I don't know how many times during the summer, people land in Sydney, Nova Scotia, thinking they're gonna go to Sydney, Australia. And they thought they got a great deal on a ticket. Well, they did, because it's Sydney, Nova Scotia. And the last thing is that get out of Dodge. So consider if you had to grab your house and go. Well, you're going to grab the items that I talked about in the first part uh, for your house. You're taking those. You're going to run in your car. So your stuff's already in your car. We're good to go there. What do you need on top of that if you got to go? Very simple. Documents. This is going to take work. I know you hate it, but you got to do it. You just take your documents and put them all in the same place. So I have a box with all my documents in it. It's just an old cigar humidor. 
It's not very big, but all the documents that I need, I just keep in there. So when I go, I'd never have to check, are the documents in there? I know they're in there. I take the thing, I throw it in a bag and off I go. I got my documents, not because, you know, some, you have to prove who you are. This is North America or whatever country you live in. The point being is, is if you've ever lost your wallet and have had to try to replace everything in there, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. So if there's a fire in the house next door and you get told to evacuate your house, then you need to grab that box or your bag or just your plain envelope that has everything into it. A buddy of mine, again, took his kid's princess backpack and stuck everything in there and put it by the front door he laughed he said i figured you know if somebody ever broke in my house they're not gonna see steal the princess's bride or whatever it was backpack they're gonna look for something else but all his id and his identity was sitting in the backpack in the front hall closet grab and go good to go the other thing you're going to need is you're going to need some comfy clothes. And the reason I say this, when life turns upside down, there's nothing better than a, a sweatsuit. And you and I know this. We're all experiencing more of it now that we're living at home and working from home in this COVID-19 pandemic, but comfy clothes. Now, a good friend of mine has got a couple of young kids. So what he did is he took uh, some old sweatsuits and he put them in a bag for each one of his kids and his family members and they already had their comfy shoes and stuff inside the car so that if they had to go somewhere and they you know you get wet or whatever they have a change of clothes and the clothes they're changing into are their comfy sweats that everybody loves it just gives you that you know warm feeling to have a nice warm sweats on you and you're not worried about and then you're going to want some type of communication. So if you're going to talk to, if everybody in your family has a cell phone and they have, make sure they all have their own battery sources or however you do it in your family, that's perfectly fine. Just have a way to communicate between your family members, especially if you're congregating in a larger area where lots of people are going to be after an evacuation, like an information center, or you're sitting at, you know, a Walmart with 47 different families all trying to grab a few things, etc. You just need a way to communicate. So we grab those really fun Motorola communication. I mean, they're like 75 bucks for four. Everybody has them. You might confuse, but at least when they're powered up, everybody can talk to each other. And oh, by the way, it gets powered by the Jackery as well. So, hey, it all works together. You just have to have a way to communicate. So if you're separated a little bit and there's some issue with cell phones, which eventually you may be in or outside the area, you have an ability of short range, you know, a couple hundred meters inside a store or something like that to be able to talk to your family members to make sure you coordinate things. So if you're in line and somebody's in line for something else and you got a question, listen, it's a real, it just simplifies your life. It's not expensive. They're fun toys to play with. Everybody has a good time. And then when they're used to using them, when the time comes, when you actually need them for an event. So the idea is simple. There's a couple, a handful of things we tossed out to you today, things that you should buy, things that you probably already have and you should put together. This is the basic, just tell me what to buy and get on with it kit. You know what it is, a little bit for your house, the few things you need pop outside the door into your car, a few more things in your car in case that breaks down. But if you have to evacuate, you grab a couple of more things and everything else in your life can be replaced Everything else in your life can be replicated somewhere else in a modern developed society. Again, I'm not talking about your bug out bags. I did a uh, episode uh, last year about bug out bags. I was more making fun of them 
and why people think they're necessary. Uh, I'm going to do one uh, coming up on my YouTube channel with some physically showing devices and, and what I would put in in a modern uh, get home bag and that type of thing. And it's not the idea that you're going to go run into the woods and build a shelter with your silky boy katana saw and all of this Gucci stuff that you spend hundreds of dollars on that you have no idea how to use, but it was really cool on the website. Now, what, what you actually need is already in your home. You just don't know you need to bring this stuff together to, for an evacuation kit. That's what I call it. And, and what I used to do, because I used to uh, live in one city and work in another city that was 200 kilometers away, so I would drive back and forth and I would spend the week in the big city and come back home to my family on the weekends. I carried a bag in the car because it was a three-day walk between the two places. So if anything significant happened and the side of the road, I had to abandon my vehicle and walk in either direction or back, actually back to my family is the only place I'd be concerned with, that I had everything I needed. And it, and it wasn't extravagant. I didn't spend very much money on it at all. Everybody called it my zombie kit and they thought it was hilarious. But there it was. It was sitting in the back of my trunk car. So I'm going to do one of those because I think it's a lot of fun. And the one last thing that I always had around was a little bit of whiskey. I like my Scotch single malt. Uh, I'm working on a Glenfiddich right now that my neighbor bought me. Wonderful man. But listen, whatever your favorite drink is, if you don't mind having a bit of alcohol, not a bad having that around. Anyhow, thanks very much for joining us this week on Inside My Canoe Head. Uh, we appreciate all your comments. Please keep them coming in. Uh, I noticed, like I said last week, that our numbers are starting to come down a lot. And uh, maybe it's something I'm saying or something I'm not saying. Y'all need to give me some feedback out there to tell me what I need to do to make this a little bit more interesting, a little bit more fun. And... If you don't mind, just tell somebody else to give us a listen. There's no money involved here. It's just when more and more people hear the preparedness message, the more and more we can help out each other and we can just do some community service there. And I think it's a lot of fun if I could have 50 people downloading my episode every week instead of 25. That's what I'm looking for. Not going to get famous. We're going to have a lot of fun. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Wear a mask and get your jab. Whatever they offer you, put her in you. Take care. Talk to you next week. <laughs>